Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to a special edition of the Courts of Sports Podcast. This is your host, Sean Cavanaugh, here, flying solo today. Did a little bit of field research, put some feelers out there, put out a poll, and today I'm breaking down the results with my own little personal biases added in of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. We're going to do the top 12 because, you know, 12 days is Christmas, and also I was going to do a top 10, but it was just too hard, so we're going with 12. That's going to be the list. We're going to break it down from 12 to 1, the 12 best Christmas songs of all time. I asked a lot of people what their favorite was. They only got one. I had a lot of choices, a lot of responses all over the place. Only a few songs got multiple votes, so obviously those are going to be the ones that make the list. Um, Let's just start off with a couple of the honorable mentions that didn't make the list. Santa Baby, a classic. That one got a couple of responses here and there. Santa Tell Me, the Ariana Grande, was a very polarizing one. Had a couple of responses that people just really enjoyed the catchiness and couldn't help but love Ariana Grande's voice, and other people thought it was one of the most annoying songs ever. So, throw that one up in the air. Ariana Grande's holiday album, definitely one of the better, newer Christmas attempts, but it's no Mariah Carey, which we'll get to later. Uh, a couple other ones, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys, that's a classic that got thrown out there. A little off the cuff, how about Nightmare Before Christmas, This Is Halloween, was mentioned, a little surprise take there switching the holidays together i guess that's a little cheat code another new singer who had a holiday album sia's holiday album somebody mentioned ho 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 as an addictive catchy song didn't quite make the cut um i was also told that megan trainer's new holiday album which came out this year is supposedly really good i still have to listen to it gonna give it a fair chance i was a little bit surprised that it even got mentioned at all megan trainer you know all about that bass didn't know she was also all about those christmas trees but give it a shot Here's a controversial one. Feliz Navidad. This is one that I grew up, you know, you listen to it, okay, whatever. It gets played all the time. Back in the day when we still listened to the radios and around Orlando, you tune into 107.7 because it's terrible music the rest of the year. But around the holidays, it's the only station playing Christmas music every time you turn it on. And I swear they played Feliz Navidad every other song. So for me, I am a little bit annoyed by it. I also laugh because my mom can't stand it so if we were listening to it in the car she would immediately turn the radio off i hate that song but it got a couple mentions and it deserves its place in the conversation it is definitely you know if we're talking baseball throwing the the what they call the mendoza line right it's like above average it's an above average christmas song it deserves its place in the history if there's a christmas song hall of fame I think it's making it in. It's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but after some controversy, after some votes, it gets in. You know, it's a bit of a compiler, but it can't be one of the top songs. It's just the annoyance factor is way too high. It gets stuck in your head, but not in the right ways. Sorry, Feliz Navidad. Didn't make the cut for top 12, but belongs in the conversation. Um, as we go through this list here, Merry Christmas, Darling, a classic. Frosty the Snowman. Got a vote out of nowhere. Jingle Bell Rock, a couple of votes. The 12 Days of Christmas, another song. A little bit too high on the annoyance factor. You know, it's just too long. No one knows all the words. We were trying to think of it the other day, actually. Of Do you even know all the 12 numbers? Nobody knows the 12 numbers. But the Straight No Chaser version is a YouTube classic video. I feel like that was one of the first viral videos back in the day when YouTube was really 
starting to get big. So another song like Feliz Navidad, a little bit too high on the annoyance factor, but deserves its place in the conversation. Uh, as we go through this list here, a little bit more of the honorable mentions. Walking in a Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland just missed the cut. Uh, there's obviously a lot of different versions of that one. Baby Please Come Home is a great classic. Mariah Carey's version there, but we all know that Mariah Carey's going to end up on this list, but just not with that one. Uh, Silent Night, a classic. Another one that's kind of more in that not-so-much-Christmas radio soundtrack, more of like, oh, we're at church, it's Christmas Eve service. And it just feels pleasant, right? It just kind of has that humbling, chill, a kind of a... makes you feel some type of way, you know, if, if there's candles lit and stuff. But a little bit too on the sad side, Christmas is all about joy. We're, we're celebrating Christmas on this list. Doesn't make the cut. Little Drummer Boy, another one, just that rum-pum-pum-pum. It's whatever, right? It's kind of like Feliz Navidad. It's there. It always shows up. The David Bowie version, probably the best version out there. But still, not good enough to make the cut. All right, so now we're getting closer to the list. I think those are pretty much all the honorable mentions I had. Obviously, there are a ton of Christmas songs that it's hard to put them all on a list. And there's going to be some left out, which if you listen to this and you feel like I left one out, please come at me. Yell at me. This is what this conversation is about. I tried my best. If you think I made a wrong choice and I'm completely blanking on one, you can go ahead and say it to my face. So we're going to do the first, this is basically like the first real honorable mention. We're going to, before we get to the list of 12, one that got really popular, uh, multiple, multiple votes. I don't know if it was all serious or some joking, but Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Now this is a classic for our generation, our younger generation. Justin Bieber's attempted a few Christmas songs, but this one kind of stuck out and has had a little bit of its time in the sun, has lasted a little bit longer than maybe you would expect. The high school classic, I'm sure. There were a bunch of kids back in the day, you know, around Christmas time, holiday parties, ugly Christmas sweater parties, you know, making out in a car to Mistletoe by Justin Bieber, you know, trying to get with the right person under the mistletoe. And this one, I'll give Bieber credit, a modern classic, but not good enough to make the list. Hasn't had the staying power. Maybe if, you know, he sticks around and is able to keep on this image recovery path that his song becomes one of the more modern classics and gets into the pantheon, but right now, not in the Hall of Fame, doesn't deserve to be in the top 12. So let's get to the list. Starting with number 12, we're going to start right away with a controversial choice. It's a classic, which has since been almost canceled, which, you know, it's kind of like culture and a lot of these, you know, you look at famous movie directors, a lot of them are getting canceled, actors and stuff, where you looked on it fondly for so long is a world-renowned classic. Everybody agrees it's a great song. Then you start studying it a little bit closer and you're like, ah. Maybe we shouldn't have liked that so much, but the tune is too catchy. There's too many versions. The Michael Bublé, Dina Menzel version is a modern classic. The original, of course, is the go-to. And of course, I don't know if you can tell by now, but I'm talking about Baby, It's Cold Outside. Now, if you've ever seen the SNL sketch, I encourage you to go look it up. It is hilarious. But you just take a, take a little dabble and go read the lyrics to the song. This is why it's a controversial choice. It's so good. It's been covered many, many times. Dean Martin is the classic version. John Legend's even done it. And like I said, Adina Menzel. But the lyrics are just really, really tough. You know, there's one line about what's in this drink. There's no cabs to be had out there. So he's forcing her to stay. 
And despite all that, it still got multiple votes. People still love the song, even if they don't want to admit it. So I will speak for you people. I will say that the toot is still catchy, even though we should cancel the song. It just needs a little, 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 you know, good PR agent, a little lyric rework. But it was too good, too classic, not to at least include in the list. It's number 12. We'll put it last because it does, it needs a little reworking. The lyrics are beyond cringy, but the tune is just so catchy. So let's move to 11. Now, 11 was tough for me because I don't know if you guys are like me, but there's little different playlists, right? You have like Christmas classics that are all, you know, old crooners doing songs from the 50s. Or there's, you know, that era where rock and roll bands covered Christmas songs and you have, you know, like things like Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Mannheim Steamroller that's a little bit more um, symphonic. So for 11, I wanted to include one song on this list from like the indie Christmas playlist. And I don't know if you like me, but I always go towards those indie Christmas playlists. It's, you know, bands like The Killers making their own Christmas songs or, you know, U2's versions of a couple of the Christmas songs, classics that they've done. I'll put in one place, kind of a little bit, you know, more of that rock and roll sound that definitely wasn't what my mom was playing around Christmas time that I kind of gravitated to. So I had to pick one for this category. There are a lot of choices. Christmas wrapping by The Waitresses is up there. Um, my personal favorite, Christmas Lights by Coldplay. Of course, that's just personal bias showing there. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's a beautiful song, but I will admit it didn't cross that classic point. Not everybody's heard that song. Father Christmas by the Kinks is a little bit more of that edgy side of Christmas, you know, where they're talking about beating up Santa Claus and giving money to poor kids instead of toys. So it's a good message, even if it's a little bit violent in its nature. It's a classic. You've heard it, even if you don't know what I'm talking about. But my number one choice is going to be Christmas Treat by Julian Casablancas. You've heard it in so many commercials before, even if you don't know the name. It's the one where he's just screaming about, I wish it was Christmas today in the good old US of A. It's so catchy. The guitar riff's amazing. It just puts you in such a good mood. And you can listen to it all year round because it's talking about you wish that Christmas was today. So it has longevity. You can play it whenever. And it's honestly my favorite Christmas song of all time. So maybe it's a little bit personal bias. I bumped it in. I think it leads the list on the Indie Christmas Playlists, that category. If I only had to pick one for number 11, I'm going Christmas Street by Julian Casablancas. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, and you'll realize that you have listened to it multiple times. Because like I said, it's always in every commercial. It's great. Just gives you that feeling of like sprinting down the stairs because you wish it was Christmas today. Then it's finally Christmas. You're ripping open all the presents as a kid. It's that type of energy. And it's a little bit different too. You know, It's not like the classic Christmas songs. Spice it up a little bit. All right, so let's move to number 10. Now, this one's a classic, the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Got a few votes in my polling research, and that is Christmas Canon by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Now, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is classic Christmas time with all the light shows. Everybody knows the words. It's, I feel like they put on every single car commercial around this time, you know, when the cars are driving in the snow and they end up with a big, giant, unrealistic ribbon on the hood sitting in the car, and the wife is like, oh, my God, you bought me a car that... First of all, that is so unrealistic because there's no way any wife in the world is happy about just having a random car show up in their driveway that they had no input in purchasing. Please find me, if you know anyone who had a happy wife from just a car that they had no interest or no 
you know, they didn't get to choose the color. They didn't get to choose the interior. That does not happen. They get happy in the moment, but then they realize, like, this isn't the car. I, wanted. I, I would, You know, it's a car. It's a really expensive purchase. That's something you have for years. You would want some input on the color, on the interior. So these commercials are misleading, but they make them so better. They Commercials end up so much better because there's always some Trans-Siberian Orchestra, you know, music playing over it makes it more exciting but the number one song from them in this genre is christmas canon because of the children's choir that's included it's so pretty i have so many memories from this song um i imagine you know just paints like a perfect winter wonderland it's kind of like that silent night vibes like i was talking about where it's you know the candle side of christmas it's so chill and you're sitting by a fireplace and just makes you feel a little bit more of the the other side of the Christmas feels, you know, not the candy canes and peppermint and hot chocolate and sugar rushes and joy. It's kind of like the the gratitude and the feelings of being together Christmas time, you know, all the sappy stuff that comes with the holiday. So Christmas game and number 10, I think even to this reminds me, it just like I was talking about, makes you feel some type of way. I remember like my 10 year old self, I was at a wedding and it was around Christmas time. And there was this girl, Kylie, from Iowa. And we really had this strong connection, you know, on the dance floor. But my 10-year-old coward herself just didn't didn't have the guts to ask her for a dance or to get out there or just say anything. And I remember driving away from the wedding that night. And this song was playing and me just staring out the window like a little sad, you know, emo, pre-prevescent boy. Like, oh, I'll never get to see Kylie in Iowa again. And that's what I picture when I think of this song. Maybe you have some odd memories like that too. But that's the, the great part about this, right? They come around once a year, these songs come back, and they trigger those memories. They take you back to a point. So number 10, Christmas Canon by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Kylie in Iowa, if you're out there, let, let's reconnect. There's a misconnection there. <laughs> Sorry for my cowardice self back when I was 10. All right, let's move to number 9. Again, complete switch up. We're going out of the box. This one got a couple of votes. Respect to the people who mentioned it. Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis. This is basically like Christmas rap, which is a very uncommon category. And if you're talking about, you know, a little bit more of the hip-hop side of Christmas songs, this is the classic. This is the number one. So catchy. The riff and the sample are unreal. Still hits to this day, even though it's a bit of an older song and hip-hop has changed so much. This song deserves to be in the top 12. I don't care what you say. Number nine, Christmas in Hollis, Run DMC. Go listen to it. All right, let's go to number eight now. Um, this one got a couple of votes. It's a little bit older. Definitely more on the sappier side. Not going to put you in a great mood, even though he is talking about war ending, which is great. And there is another children's choir, which just makes any song better. Just go look at the Rolling Stones at the beginning of uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Children's choirs always make a song better. And this is a great example of it. I'm talking, of course, of Happy Xmas. Happy Christmas. War is Over by John Lennon, a classic that he did with Yoko Ono. You know, John Lennon by himself, obviously there's Imagine, it's kind of those same type of vibes. It's a little bit sappier, but it's just a beautiful song. Um, makes you tear up if you're in that type of mood or if you have those connections to back to those times. It's a good message. One of the sa- more of the sappier side of Christmas, but a classic nonetheless. Comes in at number eight on the list. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but you just don't like good music, so take that. Number seven, White Christmas. Now, this is where we get to a little bit more of the classics. These are the staples. White Christmas, obviously, been covered multiple times. Um, surprisingly popular amongst people, and most of my friends, of course, are from Florida, and we've never had a White Christmas unless you travel for it. 
And I think maybe that's why we like it so much is because we're always dreaming of like, yeah, look at all those things on the holidays and and the movies. And we just want that white Christmas. We want to wake up and look outside and there's just a blanket of snow when, you know, other people might not feel that because if you live up north and you live through the snow, you're like, oh, it snowed. I have to shovel out my car. And this is the one day of the year where you're actually like really happy about it, right? Where it glistens a little bit more and it looks more beautiful. And as Floridians, maybe we just long for the white Christmas that we never got. And that's why we enjoy the song so much. So coming in at number seven is White Christmas. Um, like I said, it's been covered multiple times. But if you made me pick one version for the entry, it has to be the Bing Crosby version, the classic. Just, you know, puts you in that warm, snuggly mood. You want to sit in front of a fireplace. And that's kind of what a Christmas song is all about. Another classic now, we go to number six, running through this list. Santa Claus is coming to town. And of course, it has to be the Bruce Springsteen live version. That has to be the version. There's no other versions. I think maybe Lindsay Lohan or Hilary Duff did a version once. And there's so many other versions out there. But no, it's Bruce Springsteen's live version with the sax, with him talking about, you know, if the audience has been naughty or nice. And the little ad-libs in between, that is the version. That belongs on the list. It is a classic. It gets you just in the spirit because Santa Claus is coming to town. It's such a goofy, simple thing. And Bruce Springsteen, of all people, you know, who loves to sing about factory workers and getting the dirt in your hands, even though he's never worked in a factory in his life. But that's what this song is all about. It's just the joy and the spirit of being a kid again. No matter how old you are, it puts you in that mood of being excited about, oh, the toys are coming. They're going to be under the tree because Santa Claus came to town. This is the best version of it. Bruce Springsteen's live version, Santa Claus is coming to town, is number six. All right, now number five. Some of you might think this is too low. This was honestly, I think, maybe the second most popular answer for everybody's favorite Christmas song. Maybe my own personal bias is putting it a little bit lower, but at number five is Last Christmas. Now, of course, Last Christmas has been covered multiple, multiple times. Someone mentioned that the Glee version is the best version. Multiple people have covered it. The original, of course, though, if you're picking one version for Last Christmas, is Wham. And for me, I don't know why, but growing up, this song just always bothered me. The message is there. I understand the message. Maybe I just didn't know at the time because I was younger and I haven't felt what the, the singers of this song are, were feeling, which now, you know, as you grow older, pretty much we've all have felt this way of like, oh, you spend a holiday with somebody that you don't get to spend with anymore. It's a classic breakup song with a Christmas twist that comes around once a year and kind of reminds you of that time. But growing up, I just always found this song was annoying. Maybe it's just like my reluctance to like 80s synth pop and those vibes that Wayne put in, but I can't deny it. It was voted for multiple times. It is a classic. It deserves to be on this list, even if my own personal biases ranked it a little bit lower than some of you else had it. But coming in at number five is Last Christmas by Wham. See, part of me still is like struggling to spit it out. I don't know. There's just something about the song that just really bugs me. It just really gets under my skin. Maybe it's one of those ones that's kind of like Feliz Navidad where it's a little bit annoying and kind of just lingers there and it's up to you to whether you think like oh i'm so happy that the song is stuck in my head for a day and a half or i'm upset that i can't get this song out of my head and for me it's the latter but i will admit this is the this is the top 12 christmas songs with my own personal touch but it's not my list it is supposed to be the top 12 songs of all time it deserves it it is a first ballot hall of famer great career still going still doing things basically i feel like you know it's kind of like a an old classic singer who has a residency at Vegas 
and you don't feel sad about it, right? You're not up there like, oh, man, this person is doing a show in Vegas now. They don't have it anymore. They don't tour anymore. No, people still go out to seek last, last Christmas. They get happy when it comes on. It's still a hot ticket, even if it has retired to the strip. It's still doing its thing. I'll give it its dues. I'll give it its flowers. Coming in at number five is Last Christmas and, of course, the Wham! version. Now, number four. This one got a lot of votes, too. Somebody told me it's undeniable. There's no question. There's no argument. This is the number one Christmas song of all time. Well, I'm sorry. I'm putting it number four. But it's another classic, kind of those Bing Crosby vibes, the old crooner songs that, you know, just make you want to sit in front of a fireplace. And that, of course, is the Christmas song, which... I mean, with a title like that, deserves to be in the list right away, right? It is the Christmas song. And we have to go with Nat King Cole's version. Even if you can't think of it off your head, you've heard it. Go listen to it multiple, multiple times. It is a Christmas classic. Any Christmas playlist has this song on it. It's just timeless. And you can tell that because it sounds like it's from another time, and yet you still enjoy it in this time. Nat King Cole's version, the Christmas song, Sorry, it's not the number one unarguable choice for me. Or I think, you know, a lot of the list maybe wouldn't put it number one, number one. There's a couple of other songs that have maybe a bit more of a wider branch, a little bit more iconic are the first ones you think of. But it deserves, it's in the Mount Rushmore. It's coming in at number four. It is, of course, the Christmas song. Deserves to be in the list. No list can not have this song on it, even if you don't remember it, even if you think it's an old, boring song that your grandma liked to listen to. I don't think it's that bad, of course. I enjoy the song. It's a classic. It's, it's a memory. brings about all those memories. Like I said, this is what a good Christmas song does, right? It takes you back to those times that you shared with other people and makes you want to feel all warm and cozy inside. That's what this song does. Still does to this day. Just not the number one cultural classic for me. Although number one is similar vibes, but I think number one's a little bit better and has more history, more panache to it. So number three, we're getting to the metal stand now. Just a quick recap of the list going back. Number 12, we had the controversial choice of Baby It's Cold Outside. Don't cancel me. I'm sorry. It's a great song. It's catchy. I wasn't the only one that said it was their favorite. Don't, don't fight me, please. It just needs a little, little, a little lyric rework. Number 11, I went with Christmas Street by Julian Casablanca. It's kind of like the indie rock nomination for me. Number 10, Christmas Cannon by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Number nine, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, the classic out of Queens. Number eight, Happy Christmas, War is Over by John Lennon. Number seven, White Christmas, the Bring Crosby version. Number six, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the live Bruce Springsteen version. Has to be that version. Number five, Wham's Last Christmas. Number four, The Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. There's your recap of the list. And let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to the metal stand. I'm sure you're all waiting for... A couple of songs, maybe I probably already left them out. One of the ones that you're thinking of is definitely going to be in the top three. We all know which one it is. The True Diva will show her place, but where is she going to end up? So let's go with number three. This might be my actual favorite Christmas song. I know I've said it a few times, but this is like my actual, actual favorite Christmas song. Uh, it was chosen not just by me, but also by other members of my family. So maybe it's a thing just passed on for my dad, but I swear it's... You all know it. It's a great song. It is Do They Know It's Christmas by technically Band-Aid. Now, Band-Aid was a collection of famous artists back in uh, 1984. They got together for charity, basically forming a super group to make 
um, this Christmas song about the famine efforts in Ethiopia. So it's to raise money. So a great cause came from a great place. Obviously, is the number one hit because look at the people that sing on this song. Bono's on there. George Michael's on there from Wham. So he appears on the list twice. You have, you know, singers from Duran Duran. It was basically just like an Avengers. Phil Collins is on there. An Avengers assemble of famous singers at the time creating this song that was about, you know, the people out, you know, in the famine in Ethiopia. So it was a good cause for charity. Paul McCartney was involved as well. And there was also a remake done a couple of times, but the most recent remake was for the 30th year anniversary. And that one had, you know, Chris Martin from Coldplay, Niall Horan from One Direction, Ellie Goulding, Sam Smith, Seal, um, Dan Smith from Bastille, Harry Styles, and Louis Tomlinson also from One Direction. Actually, I think it had the whole band minus Zane. Yeah, had the whole band minus Zane. No, Zane was in it too. So it was before the breakup, whole One Direction. You got all five together. Go watch the video if you haven't seen it. Ed Sheeran's in it as well. And as all these people, the beautiful part about it is like all these people could headline stadiums by themselves and they join in on the song to sing like half a line sometimes. And that's all they do. And then they come together at the chorus at the end. Always puts you in a good mood, even though it's, you know, kind of about a sad subject, but it gives you perspective, right? Like that's one of the best parts about Christmas is it makes you grateful for what you have. Gives you perspective for all the people in the world that don't have what you have. And it's a simple question, right? Do they even know it's Christmas? Like such a happy time for so many people that have. How are the people who don't have celebrating this holiday? Do they even know? Do, can they even have this type of celebration? So a classic puts me in a good mood every time, gives you that kind of grateful feeling, that gratitude makes you want to, you know, get in the spirit of giving, as they say, around Christmas time. And also just the star power behind it, the ensemble that came together for this song any version of it really but of course we're going with the original so it is do they know it's christmas by band-aid coming in at number three now we're down to the top two obviously it's a controversial list people are going to have all their own personal favorites i got so many different songs like i've mentioned as you know their number one choice people have their own personal biases with something as personal as christmas and christmas music number one and number two were definitely above everything else they were the most voted for the most common answers. It was hard to pick which one goes number one, which one goes number two. I'm going to make the choice. The Diva's coming in at number two. All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey, the classic. Everyone hoes it. She's ready. As soon as it hits the December 1st, as soon as we're done putting that turkey down, we're getting hit in the face with Mariah Carey, hitting those high notes, blasting this song. She's done a Christmas album, but this is obviously the standout from the Christmas album. She's done Christmas shows just based off of this song. Her longevity of her career has been carried by the song through any dips. This song comes back around and Mariah Carey's immediately back in the popular opinion, back on the good side. Her cute rating goes up. I had somebody mention that they would listen to the song 365 days a year, which is incredible because it gets so stuck in your head. Definitely a little bit high on the annoyance factor. But it's just a classic for a reason. It comes back every year. Even if you think it's annoying, you still can't deny its power. You can't deny its cultural significance. It's in commercials. It's in movies. When you hear it, you can't help but sing along. Everybody's tried to hit that high note. People have sing it in karaoke around this time. It follows you everywhere. It's in the malls when you're shopping, if anybody even does that anymore. It is all I want for Christmas is you. It's a simple message too, right? We've Anybody's had that feeling. When even though you can't wish for people, that's not how it works, that's not how Christmas works, but there's so many Christmas songs about that, 
and this is the best one, it tops the list for that large category. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Coming in at number two, could arguably be number one, just based off the cultural significance. You know, it's a little bit on the newer side. It's not as old as some of the Christmas classics that we know, which kind of makes it even more impressive that it has been included so high on so many Christmas song lists because it hasn't been around as long. But it still comes in at number two for me because number one is, I think, the most timeless Christmas classic. It's, again, that warm, cozy, fireplace feeling just kind of spreads that joy, makes you want to sit around with a hot chocolate. It High high points, 10 out of 10 on that category. It's not annoying, even if you've heard it a million times. The lyrics are a little bit old, but you don't even mind because they still just sound so smooth and sweet and buttery coming off the tongue. No matter who covers it, it is a beautiful song every time. Coldplay has a great version. Frank Sinatra has a great version. But the number one version that we're going to go with for the entry for number one of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is Judy Garland's version. Famous, of course, as Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Her voice is unreal, can bring a tear to your eye, and her version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is the greatest. It you know, brings you in to the new year. You can play it past Christmas. You can play it to anyone. It's just a simple message of spreading joy to other people. It is a classic for a reason. One of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. Really, really popular choice. People have different takes on the versions, but we have to go with Judy Garland's version. It is the classic version for a very, very classic song. So coming in at number one, have yourself a merry little Christmas. So we recap the list, the top 12 Christmas songs of all time, according to the Instagram poll and other research I did and my own personal biases. This is the top 12. This is the definitive list. If you disagree, you can come at me. I don't care. This is the list. Number one, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Judy Garland's version. Number two, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Number three, Do They Know It's Christmas by Band-Aid. Number four, The Christmas Song, Nat King Cole. Number five, Last Christmas by Wham. Number six, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Bruce Springsteen's live version. Number seven, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Number eight, Happy Christmas, War is Over, John Lennon. Number nine, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Number 10, Christmas Cannon by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Number 11, Christmas Street by Julian Casablancas. And number 12, Baby It's Cold Outside. And we'll go with the Dean Martin version as the entry there. Just Missing the Cut, Mistletoe by Justin Bieber, and many, many more that I mentioned. So there's the list. There's your 12 Days of Christmas. I'm sure there's plenty, 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 plenty other songs out there that I missed. If you think one really deserves it, tweet me, whatever. Text me, message me, yell at me. But it's, it's all about Christmas. Don't don't be mean. It's about spreading joy. This list is supposed to be joyful. It's a good time. So go listen to these Christmas songs. If you haven't heard them before, maybe you'll be reminded of why they are all classics. And of course, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Happy holidays. Thanks so much for listening, guys, for this short little special edition. Tell your friends about the podcast. Follow, rate, subscribe. I really, really appreciate you guys listening. And it was really funny seeing like people's, you know, who don't really listen to podcasts and their Spotify wrapped and my show was their top podcast. It was like 20 minutes listened, but it's still their top podcast. I truly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Have a good one, guys. Like I said, have a happy holidays and I hope you enjoyed the list and this fun little special edition. We'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.